Hello and welcome to the ME7 podcast. Yeah, thank God, to be honest, we're out of that pointless trophy. I know everyone uh, wanted a trip to Wembley, didn't they? But um, yeah, we're out. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll speak, uh, I suppose, a little bit about that tonight. Um, but it's the big one on Saturday. It's Wrexham away and it's Steve Clements' league debut as Gillingham's new head coach. So yeah, we'll, um, we'll look at that big one. Um, coming up tonight. Um, if you can hear a little bit of background noise, I am on the way back from training um, tonight. Um, yeah, as I look to become the new Stevie Clements, I guess. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, Lewis, we'll bring you in then, mate. Lewis, good evening. How are you, mate? Evening, mate. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, How good, are you? Good, 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 good. Did you go on Tuesday? I did, mate, yeah. Go on. Uh, give us your... Uh, give. We'll start there then. Um, obviously, us losing 1-0 to Fulham under-21s. Um, give us your assessment of what you thought of Tuesday night. Obviously, the first time you you got to see um, in the flesh uh, Steve Clements and, and Robbie Stockdale's team. As such, what did you make of the uh, of the game? Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't at Hereford, unfortunately. Um, I know a few hundred were. Obviously, that is not a Stephen Clements team, really. He had a couple of training sessions, literally just a matter of a few hours with the team. And he said himself that there was only so much information he could give. Um, obviously, had to prepare for the opponent specifically, as well as setting the team up the way he wanted to. So he went unchanged for that game. I don't know if that was put on purpose or if he'd assessed each player himself and made a decision that he wanted to play the same team. But... He obviously wanted to look at everyone across the two games. Um, he said himself there was specifically stuff he had to leave out before that game on Saturday, and that probably would have been the case on Tuesday as well um, for, a, for a lot of different players. Um, to be honest, the story of the game was, was pretty similar. Um, I thought we created a few chances uh, without putting the ball in the net, which has been the story of our life for a long, a long time now. Um, General play was a little bit different. I completely disagree with people saying that it was exactly the same. They couldn't notice any differences. Um, speaking to Luke, obviously also on the podcast at times at half time, and he, he said, you know, the first long ball was in in twenty six minutes, and it was clear how much more we wanted to play with the ball at our feet. I think that's the main thing. Um, the fullbacks were were playing a lot higher. I thought um, there was a lot of passes. I would love to see the passing stats for for Max Aimer and the other centre-back he was with, uh, Shadow, Guy and and got 45 minutes each. Um, it was very clear clear that centre-backs are going to have to be comfortable on the ball in this system. Um, I know Max Aimer obviously struggles with that. He struggled on, on Tuesday as well. Um, probably his fault for the goal as well. But I think Masterson and Ogi are definitely going to be the, the first choice going forward. I think there was a lot of patterns um, in play, you could tell, in terms of playing the ball at the feet and only going direct if absolutely necessary, which is, is good to see, really. Um does scare me a little bit because, obviously, we're, we're not used to that. Uh, I can't remember the last manager that sort of wanted us to play that way. You're probably going back to Justin Edinburgh almost because Steve Evans and Neil Harris certainly didn't. I know Harris tried to implement that a little bit when, um, uh, you know, at the start of this season when he was trying to get his sort of midfielder, centre midfielder to drop deep and the centre-backs carry the ball, but that, that just didn't work at all. Um, so yeah, this this is a little bit different now, and it's going to take time to implement. It's a bit scary that it's going to happen against Wrexham, one of the best teams in the league, one of the most front-footed and free goal-scoring sides who who likes to press high. 
and um, and win the ball out of the pitch where we're not completely comfortable doing that. But, you know, it's up to Steve to make the decision whether he wants to fully implement that and have us stick to our guns no matter what or if he wants to adapt a little bit because of the opposition we're playing and, you know, maybe embed that theory a little bit more when we play a team that is going to sit off us. Um, but yeah, Tuesday, I don't, I don't think it was great, to be honest. Not many players put their hand out for a start. Um, obviously, I think now we've almost got an A team and a B team. Uh, the A team being what started against Hereford. Um, best player on, on our team by far, first half was Shad Ogie, and he's the only one that started at the weekend. So, yeah, a bit disappointed, really. Uh, Mike Orgy was good. I thought he was impressive too. But apart from that, there wasn't there wasn't really too much on offer, to be honest, which, which is a shame. But obviously gives Stephen Clements a lot to think about um, in terms of what he wants to select for the weekend. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he went unchanged from the Hereford Hereford game again, to be honest. But he'd obviously have had a week training now and seen everyone in action, so he can he can make those decisions. But, but that's the thing, Lewis, isn't it? Is that I'm not sure we've got enough depth in order for him to to, uh, to, to change it too much. We obviously look at right back, and and the problem is is that we've got a we've got Shay Alexander there, and and we've got obviously Orji and. With, with Mackenzie out, and uh, so we're, we're we're looking at a youngster with Shays back up. We then look at left back. Yeah, yeah, we've got Matt Scott, Matt Clark, and Scott Malone. With the, I think the centre half pick themselves. We then go into midfield. Um, yeah, we've got we. I suppose we've we've got depth, but we've got we've got players that are, are very much of the same as such. When, when I say about. Uh, Coleman and Williams are the same. Then, then Dieng is is much of that that same sort of caliber. But then we then we look at um, I suppose then we look at George, George Lapsley and Johnny Williams. They're they're exactly the same, pretty much player. Um, I, I'm not sure we've got depth in a way where we've got players in different. We've got players in all different positions, but they are a different type of player. I feel like we've got. We've got depth in those areas, but they're all the same of the same player, if that makes sense. Um, I'd sort of agree, sort of disagree. I think um, it's very clear in terms of the way our recruitment happened in the summer, in terms of what we did recruit and what we were trying to trying to recruit. I guess um, I found it very, very strange that we didn't sign another wide player. Um, Jaden Clark, I think, probably came here as an attacking midfielder, but now I think he's you'd probably say his best position is out wide. So you've got two senior players really with Clark and Mahoney, whose best positions are out wide. And then apart from that, um, you know, you're dropping down to MacArthur or, or the weird sort of system that was played on Tuesday, um, where we, we didn't really play with a right-sided player. It was sort of Lewis Walker playing there off the ball and then trying to play out front with the ball. Um, I think we just got a lot of players that haven't really been performing really. Um, you know, George Lapsley's been a major disappointment. I know he didn't play Saturday because his wife gave birth and I don't think we've seen the best of him. I think we were almost seeing the best of him against um it was Morecambe, wasn't it, when he went off injured and I just don't think we've we've seen that yet. Um in centre midfield we know Sean Williams is going through a really difficult time. Robin McKenzie's out injured but I don't think he's been great. Um Tim Dieng's obviously coming back as well. Uh, I think Dom Jeffries, for what it's worth, has done really well back in centre midfield um, since Harris has gone. Um, yeah, I suppose you know the fullback options are fine. I think at centre back now, there's a big drop off from Masterson and uh, Ogie down to Amar, especially 
now that the centre-halves are probably going to have a lot more of the ball um, and be expected to complete more passes, I suppose. Um, yeah, it was, it was just disappointing, really. Obviously, we've seen that um, Ogi and Masterson both got 45 minutes each, which happened um, in the Portsmouth game as well. Uh, I can't remember the first game, but they're obviously having to play one of them because we don't have another centre half. So I just think there's a bit of a bit of a drop off, really. Even look up front from from Bond to Nichols, I think in terms of a, a goal scoring forward, um, there's a big drop off. So yeah, not too many on Tuesday. Put their hand up, to be honest. Yeah, we we obviously look at um, we obviously look at the situation of George Lapsley and and Johnny Williams. Um, I think for me. In a Jill shirt so far, I don't think I, either of them have completely set the world alight, in all honesty. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you make of the situation with, with the both of them. Um, because it's strange, isn't it? Is that you look at them previously to, to Jill's, and I think it's fair to say is that both at Swindon and Mansfield, on their day, they are two of the best midfielders in this division. Yet they turned up in a Jill shirt and just not not done much at all. Um, what do you what do you think it is, Lewis? Do you think it's a the the, the system or the the certain players that they're playing with? What, what what do you think? Yeah, I completely agree. I don't think either of them have been very good, to be honest, for Gillingham. Um, Lapsley obviously came in January where we were desperate for numbers. Um, I know there's a few rumours about how he came about, but it was a good signing at the time. We were all very happy with it. Um, I think the main thing he provides really is is legs. He's he's not for me. He's not completely a creative player. He's someone that's going to get on the ball and completely pull the strings like Johnny Williams is. Um, I think he is almost that second forward. And you know, I thought he could play a little bit deeper at times as well. We've not really seen that. Thought he might do that going into the season, and we might see a diamond or something. Um, in my opinion, we, we didn't need both Johnny Williams and Lapsley in our squad. And I think that caused a few problems in the summer, really. Um, you know, I don't know whether Lapsley was a panic buy or Williams was a panic buy or whatever. You know, we've heard stories about how they both came about and there wasn't sort of massive, extensive research that went into recruiting them. But, you know, I think we can all agree they were good signings. And neither Williams nor Lapsley were really helped by the way Harris wanted to play. He made it clear that his preferred system would have been two up front. And I don't think either of them really fit into that with what Neil was trying to do. Um, you know, centre midfield, they could probably have both fit in there. We know Williams played out wide a little bit. Um, I think under Harris this season, we were better in the four-two-three-one, And I would expect that almost to be what um, Stephen Clements plays going forward, especially at the minute. Um, but yeah, I think I was almost in favour of none of them playing really, because I think Nichols, Tom Nichols does that job quite well where he likes to come in and link and he, he finished the game Tuesday playing a little bit deeper and where Williams or Lapsley have neither really proved, proved themselves either of them. Um, I think you might as well have Tom Nichols in there and I still sort of have that opinion, but I think that Johnny Williams is probably going to get a run in the team. I think he really didn't want to be playing out wide. That was that was clear. And yeah, I think, you know, he's the, he's a, he's at his best with the ball at his feet. He played a little bit deeper at times on Tuesday, which I thought was interesting because that's definitely a solution, I think, to get them both in the team if he wanted to do that, I suppose, or if he wanted to get Nichols in, but I'm not sure that's going to be the answer against teams like Wrexham. So, 
yeah, hopefully we do see a bit more of both of them because, like you said, James, we know that they're both great players and we know the standard they can perform at. We've just not seen it yet. And I think if um, Clemens does want to play to their strengths, I can see Johnny Williams in particular in the number 10 having quite a vital role going forward this season if he's allowed to sort of flourish and do what he's good at. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I think I'm not sure that both of them fit in that same team. Um, is that I think, I think to be honest, in in a this season, I would say that obviously Johnny Williams is, I suppose you can call it a bit more effective um, than than obviously um, George Lapsley. But um, Lewis, where do you, where do you, he's come under. I, I personally think he's come under unfair criticism this season, Macaulay Bond, since he's been in a dual shirt. But it's quite an interesting one under under the new manager. Um, can you see with the new system where it's going to be very much possession based and 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 we're not going to be going up to him and and I can imagine that we're going to we're going to be trying to get balls in and around that six yard box for for Macaulay. Um, can you see Macaulay getting even better under under Clements? Yeah, hundred percent, especially um, especially imminently, because I think he's definitely the best striker we have. Um, him uh, and Tom Nichols, you know, completely different players. I never think you want to have Tom Nichols playing up front on his own. Really, um, Ashley Nadison, I've been impressed with, but um, you think back to the game when Nadison went off. I think it was even Notts County or Morecambe. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Notts County, was it? Um, MK MK Dons. MK neither of them. There. <laughs> MK Dons. Um, yeah, that's right. It was Miller's first game, wasn't it? But yeah, I think when Nadison went off and uh, Bond came on, you saw the effectiveness that, that Bond had. And that's nothing against Nadison. Again, I just think they're different players. I spoke on the show before about how we essentially had four different forwards at the club. We had sort of your physical round forward in Macaulay Bond. You had your target man in Oliver Hawkins. You had your sort of deep lying forward, if you like, in Tom Nichols and sort of last man runs if you like, the pacey forward in Ashley Addison and then Lewis Walker sort of as a deputy to all of them, I suppose. He can do a bit of it all, um, maybe apart from sort of the Addison role. But I think we had all different forwards and, and Bond really is the only one who is a natural goal scorer, you would say. And completely agree about the criticism thing. I think it's absolutely mental, the criticism he's got. I know he had a slow start in terms of fitness and, and goal scoring and he stuck his car in a wall um, down the road. But, you know, on the pitch, I think, he he's always involved. He he was the perfect forward for Neil Harris, especially with Ollie Hawkins missing, and he had to do that that physical role. Um, there was always going to be pressure on him because he was our number nine, and and he wasn't. You know, we were the lowest scorers in the league, and he obviously contributed to that. But you know, that's not really his fault. Um, you know, sometimes it was. Um, a lot of the time it was in terms of missing chances, but in terms of overall uh, records, I, I don't think the blame's on him there. Um, I think he's a great player. I think he's gonna gonna flourish in this team. You know, if we're having more of the ball, creating more chances, I don't I don't see how we can get worse. To be honest, um, I stuck up for him a lot. The only thing I would say is he's missed so many chances this season, and it's getting to the point where it's a bit ridiculous. Um, you know, every single week he's missing good efforts. You, you think back to Crew, um, he had the one at. Uh, Notts County, where he sort of tried to chest it on the line. He had the one against Newport, where he's one on one and. I think it was the MK Dons game as well. Earlier on, he missed a great chance. And I remember saying to my dad, like, oh, it's Bond again. And, you know, that can't keep happening. But, you know, I suppose with a new manager and stuff, all he might need is a bit of confidence because he, he knows where the net is and his career says that. So, yeah, as long as that improves, I'm really happy to, to have him at the club. 
Yeah, no, very, very true, very true. Um, yeah, I suppose we move on to we move on to Saturday then. Wrexham, Wrexham is a big game. Um, I suppose on paper with the with the with the owners, um, obviously us both having um, not American owners before people go down that route. Um, we've obviously got one, <laughs> um, but but yeah, um, Ryan Reynolds is definitely is definitely Canadian. Um, yeah, obviously Wrexham, Wrexham in third. Um, and are on a bloody bloody good run of form. They've not they've not lost since um, the the it, twenty it, in all competitions since twenty third of um, September. Um, so they're flying high. Um, they're flying high in 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 a uh, in third. Um, but I think I think I'm right in thinking that. Um, both Paul Mullin and James McLean are suspended for the weekend. Lewis, um, it's regardless of whether them two are playing or not, I don't know if they are. Um, it's going to be a tough test, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure those two are suspended and Stephen Fletcher is injured, I think. So they're going to have to find the solution there, but I'm sure they will. Um, yeah, an extremely tough test, especially away from home where... You know, it does matter. Um, you know, I've said I said before, I think it was a Doncaster game beforehand where I've got a bit of stick for saying that we should have gone there and tried to sort of take control. Um, not be expecting an easy game, but be expecting to win. Um, but this is definitely not one of them games. It's definitely a game where you'd fancy us more at Priestfield. Um, stadium's going to be packed. Obviously, we've sold out our end, which is great. Um, yeah, it's going to be a hard one. Um I think they started slow, but they, they've come into their own now. Like you say, they've had that long, unbeaten run. Um don't know. It'd be a hard one for them as well. Obviously, we're sort of hoping to have a new manager bounce, someone who's got new ideas. Again, as I said, I'm a little bit wary in terms of the way we're going to approach it, um, whether we're going to back us to outplay them or we're going to have to adapt a little bit more than Clements would potentially like. Um, but yeah, they're, they're a good goal-scoring team. We've got a good defensive well, good defensive numbers, I suppose. Um, maybe a couple of anomalies. What's the word? Anomalies in there. Um, but yeah, it'd be really interesting to be fair. I think it'll be a close game. Um, a nervy one. I think they're doing well. Obviously, you said they're, they're third. Still got the bet with Matt Olsen, who I see is listening tonight about whether they they go up this year. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see, mate. It's a hard one. It's obviously a big one because a lot of people have different opinions on Wrexham based on what's happening with obviously the Hollywood owners, etc. But yeah, I suppose we've just got to take it for what it is and uh, try and win a football match. And yeah, it's probably as hard as it gets in, in this league, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, we'll bring Luke in then. Luke, good evening, mate. Um, yeah, I think I think obviously um, you, you went on you went on Tuesday night, I yep. think, um, to the to the under twenty ones games. What did you make of the? Yeah, the first signs of of Clements um, and his and his team, I guess. Yeah, I think I obviously put a tweet out and got a bit of got a bit of stick for it, saying same manager, same issues. But um, yeah, I think the problem is is and what worries me is that obviously even under Harris this year we've we we create clear cut chances, but we can't put the ball away. And what worried me on Tuesday is that. We didn't create a lot, and again on Hereford, obviously it's a penalty and a, and a, and a deflected goal. Albeit we won two 0 and I know things aren't going to change 
overnight. But I have serious doubts on whether the... Obviously, Neil Harris has built this size and it is his squad to play in a certain way. And I don't think... That's probably an unpopular opinion, but even under Clements's coaching, obviously his elk is... No, he speaks for itself. Um, but whether we have the players to play that style of football and I think we I think personally I think, I think the January transfer window can't come soon enough because I think we need that with our Kyle score obviously I know we're linked to Lyle Taylor I'd probably sign him on a short term basis even if he's not fit and it takes four weeks to get up and running to put some to put some goals with because I say Bond hasn't done it and that's what scares me is that we're the facts speak for themselves we're, we're 24th in goals scored and um, we're playing a side away from home where our away record isn't great. And when or if we go 1-0 down, I don't think we can react to it. I've done, a, I've done a score draw, but the first goal, again, is vital. I think if we get the first goal, we could probably come away with a point. If we concede the first goal, I think we lose. Um, no, I'll get what you're saying. I'll get what, no, I'll get what you're, I do get what you're saying because... He wants to play this front-footed football, this high-pressing football, and 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 I I do think it's more the fact of have we got the players yeah. to suit his style, and it and it may take a couple of windows. It may well take a couple of windows, but in my mind, I think if we don't make the playoffs this season, regardless, of who's in Neil Harris, it's, it's it's a failure. It's a failure if we don't make yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think so. two, I think two players that will strive under. Clements, in my opinion, are going to be George Lapsey and Johnny Williams. Because He's I... getting them in the same team, though. That's yeah. the problem, isn't it? And like, on Tuesday night, you saw glimmers of when Johnny did come on. Uh, probably Lewis was there because there was only a few seats away from him. I think the game did change when Johnny came on. Um, but it's when he gets the ball and then he goes forward and there's literally nothing on. Like, nothing. And then it goes backwards and then it goes sideways again. Like, the problem we've got at the moment is that we go sideways, sideways, back, back, back. And then we get into the final third, there's nothing there. And yeah. whether that's... I, I, I know it comes back to it. And I know I get sticks for, oh, I wanted Harris out and now it's the players. But I think it's a combination of both. And I don't think, out of all of this, I think Kenny Jacket and Andy Hessenthaler have come out, come out lightly. Because I don't think the recruitment has been, as we're seeing now, has been that great than what we thought two months ago. No, yeah, interesting, interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, Luke, obviously, yeah, obviously, we before we brought you in, we, we were talking about Wrexham. Give us your thoughts ahead of Saturday. Yeah. Um, it's, when you're playing a team like Wrexham, and obviously, I was on obviously their podcast during the week uh, to come out today, is and the thing that's scary of Wrexham and they asked me a question of, are you envious of Wrexham? And obviously you're going to be because their strength and depth is ridiculous. Obviously this weekend, they haven't got um, Paul Mullin. They haven't got James McLean. Um, Stephen Fletcher is injured, but then they've also got Palmer who scored 25 goals last year. And he's their fourth, fourth choice striker. And Elliot Lee. <laughs> and Elliot Lee who scored 10 goals. And that's, that's, their strength and depth is ridiculous. And, you know, I got asked the question as, you know, we've played Crew, we've played Knox County, we've played Mansfield. Um, albeit, I think 
the Mansfield game, apart from that shocking refereeing decision, um, the last 45 minutes in the second half, they were all over us and it was probably a right, a just result, the, the draw. Um, but against Notts County, and as much as it pains me to say it, I think we would have beat Notts County under Neil Harris. Um, the crew game, again, and, and how do we set ourselves up and how do we, um, for, for a Gillingham side, how do we compete or how do we see ourselves against that top seven? I think we're there or thereabouts. I think seventh, eighth, ninth is going to be where we finish, if I'm being completely honest. Um, and I think this is another test that I'll be more than happy if we come away with a point. I don't think we'll win the game, but if we can scrap out a one or two or draw, I'll be, because the defence doesn't worry me. It's just, as you boys said, we, we just don't create enough clear-cut chances. And when we do create them clear-cut chances, we don't put a ball in the back of net. If, look how many chances we had against Crew. If we'd have won that game, would Neil Harris got sacked? I don't know, because all the personal things that have gone on that we're, we're seeing. But it's one of them things. We, we, put all of our bar, we put all of our eggs into the Alfie May basket and we come out and we're Bond. And albeit, I know Reese is listening, uh, but yeah, we, we, should, we don't score enough goals, mate. And that's the issue. And that was what the issue was last year. It Will Stephen Clements change that? He's worked with a, he's a good coach. Can he get Macaulay Bond striking a hope? Because I, I think Bond works hard, but it's beyond that. Obviously, we get a lot of comparisons now of, yeah, Leighton Orient went up. They didn't have a, an out-and-out goal scorer. Yeah, but they had four or five players that, were, that, that contributed, and, and, and we don't have that. Um, and that's the big sticking point for me at the moment is that when the January transfer window comes along, if Brad is serious about wanting promotion this season, then again, he's already spent a lot of money. He's asking to spend. He's going to have to spend more, because we all know where the problems are, and unfortunately, in them areas, they cost a lot of money to resolve. And I think that's where we're struggling at the minute. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Okay, before we move on to um, Lewis and Luke pick, picking their picking their teams for for Saturday, then um, yeah, if you haven't um, if you haven't been on our Twitter page, um, head over to it because you'll see the nice little pin tweet at the top of our profile. We're actually hosting. Um. Yeah, a a live audience. Our next look back live Wednesday, the thirteenth of December, a seven pm start. Arriving at six thirty is at is at Priestfield Stadium. All you need to do is email tickets at blockpictures dot com for your free ticket. The bar will be open during uh, before and during the show. So if you want to come down, um, we've sold nearly forty tickets already. Um. So yeah, so, to be honest past our expectation of selling that much so if you want to if you want to join us it's a it's a free night um head over to on our profile it's our pin tweet our pin pin tweet on twitter um head over um and and it have all the details about if you want to come to our next look back live and be a part of the audience like i said nearly 40 tickets sold for that wednesday the 13th of december um 6 30 arrival at priesthood stadium um lewis we'll go with you then um what would be your team for saturday afternoon yeah, as we spoke about earlier, um, not many players put their name in the hat for selection going off Tuesday. Um, I don't know if Clements named an unchanged side against Hebert, Hereford deliberately um, or not. But yeah, I think there's only one question for me and that's that's up, up top. Um, so I'd definitely go Turner in goal. Alexander and Malone full-backs, Masterson and uh, Ogie centre-backs, uh, Ethan Coleman and Dom Jeffries. Uh, Mahoney right, Clark left, um, 
if, if they swap, whatever, you know, as, as it is. Um, Macaulay Bond, and then toss of a coin between Nichols and Williams, really. Um, I mentioned that Nichols does the job of um, of coming deep, but obviously that's that's not um, that's not going to happen all the time. It's not it's not as simple as that on paper. I think I'll probably go Williams for this one, just because I think that he would offer a lot more control and in terms of getting on the ball a little bit more, and he can come even deeper if need be. Um, I think a lot of it depends on defensive structure as well. Um, we probably will have more of the ball now, but based on off the ball pressing, sometimes it's easier to press in a four four two. Um if we're gonna stand off a bit, you you'd want to play the three behind Bon. Um I know you can you could you could press in a four four two anyway if um if Williams is there, but I think I think I'd go Williams um purely for, for on the ball stuff in terms of having a bit more control. So yeah, unchanged again for me, James. I think the team's pretty much picks itself. Luke, what about you mate? I'm going to drop Jaden Clark and put, same as Lewis, in the back four and goalkeeper. Same two in midfield as in uh, Dom Jeffries and Ethan Coleman. But I'm going to go Johnny Williams on the left and um, George Lapsey in behind Bond. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh all right, Luke, while, while, while you're still speaking, uh, give us your score prediction. 1-0. Uh, 1-0. Going to go 1-0. Lewis, what are you going to go for? Very apprehensive, but I'm not going to predict us to lose um, in Clements' first league game, so I'm I'm going to go 2-0. 2-0. Score draw. Okay. Both score draws then. All right. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll round it off here tonight then. Bit of a short one. Um, yeah, sorry about the start. Uh, is what it is. Um so, yeah, the Stevie Clements uh, takes his dual side to Wrexham for the first league game under his era. Can he get off to a winning start up um, up in up in Wales or across in Wales? Wherever you want to call it, um, it's, in, it's in Wales. So, um, yeah, can he, get, can he get off to a winning start? We sincerely hope so. Um, join Owen on Saturday night as he will review, hopefully, a chilling and win. Good night. <laughs>